Hello and welcome to Crow Forest the Podcast. So last time we left off with February 4, so now we will pick back up with another post-production section starting on February 5 of 2023. Today I got back into editing. I finally went through the folder from my first production trip and found these stop-motion pictures that I somehow never processed and I imported them into my software to make the video. It looked pretty good, especially when I applied a radial blur with a tracking effect moving along with the figure. It's crazy that it's taken me this long to get to this, but I didn't even remember having gotten the pictures for this until the other day when I was reading this book for my podcast and came across the passage about getting it. So I guess it's a good thing that I'm doing this podcast. I might never have remembered about this. My incompetence truly knows no bounds. After that, I scrubbed through the video of Closing the Curtain and grabbed screenshots of it to use in the stop motion video. I didn't have to do that step with the wax figure stop motion because that was actual proper stop motion with separate individual pictures taken with a still camera. Then I imported the still pictures into a new project and made this second stop motion video. Then, once I had my two new stop motion videos, I opened the project for In the Attic, the new one I created after having lost most of my metadata, and inserted the clip into the movie. February 9, 2023. Today, I was trying to import video files into Final Cut Pro when I got a notification that my hard drive was almost full. Oh well, I guess it's time to buy another one. It's a bit of an unexpected expense, but I set $500 of my budget aside for emergencies, and this is going to take most of that. It was a 16 terabyte hard drive too, so I'll need one at least that big again. Those are not cheap. I really didn't think that I would run out of space before the end of this project, but Final Cut Pro's libraries do tend to balloon out of control very quickly. I've touched on that issue before, but it is definitely a bit of a design flaw that the libraries copy all of the data. So basically, you copy all of the files once to your external drive, and then a second time to the library, so everything is doubled, taking up twice as much space. Plus, all of the backups take up even more space. And those are automatic, and you can't do anything about them, and also, in my experience, they've proven to be entirely worthless, so... There is technically an option when importing files into Final Cut Pro to leave files in place, an option not available in iMovie, but it doesn't really work. I tried multiple times to apply this option, but it was always grayed out. It wouldn't let me select the option until all of the files from the entire hard drive loaded into the importer screen. And considering it's a 16 terabyte hard drive, that was never going to happen. I even tried waiting for it one time, thinking I would just come back in a few hours and see how far along it was. But of course, my computer had just crashed and rebooted. So I appreciate that they at least addressed the problem, but the solution even if it had worked, is really more of a band-aid solution to a larger problem. 
a problem compounded by the truly frustrating and frankly absurd situation wherein the Band-Aid solution is somehow not compatible with your skin. Okay, that's an odd metaphor, but I guess I'll leave it in. I know that this is yet another rant about Apple, and I really am sorry about that. I really did not set out to write about the problems with that company. And despite their many, many faults, Apple does put out some truly amazing products. So, again, I'm not saying don't use them. I'm just saying be careful. Alright, and uh, back in another production section on February 9 of 2023. I want to get a few more shots with the wax figure while I have the house to myself, so I need to get ready for that. I took two oven mitts and some white duct tape, which, yes, was official duct tape, if you were wondering, and I covered the mitts with the white tape. Then I took four boxes worth of wax earplugs, mashed the wax together, and covered the backs of the mitts. But there didn't end up being enough wax to cover the fronts of the mitts, and not really enough to cover the backs well, so I guess I'll need to get some more at some point. I'm so going to get audited for the number of wax earplugs in my film budget. Once I had the mitts ready, I put on the rest of the costume and set up my camera to film out the window. I opened the front door and went outside and put up the hood of the costume and put on the mask. Once I had done that, I couldn't see anything at all, so I did my best to walk in a straight line toward the front door. Then I turned around and tried to feel my way back so I could try for a second pass. I hope that one of those takes works, because that was a lot of trouble. And, uh, spoiler alert, uh, those takes really did not work, so this was a lot of wasted effort, but, oh well, uh... Sometimes it just be like that. Once that was done, I went back inside, taking off the mask and hood, and I reset the camera to get a shot of the table with the miniature sitting on it. Then I put the hood and the mask back on and staggered over to the table, once again not able to see anything. I carefully took a seat at the table and slowly reached out to pick up the miniature. Then I stood up and very slowly started walking forward, or at least in the direction that I hoped was forward. I made my way over to where I estimated the door to the hall to be, but I misjudged and crashed into the wall. The crash unseated the mask slightly, so now I could see just a little bit out of the side. So I walked sideways back to the table and set down the miniature. Once the miniature was safely back on the table, I walked back over to the table and reset the camera again to get one more angle while I was still suited up. I tried again to walk straight at the camera, but I don't think I was even close. There were definitely a few times when I caught a glimpse of the camera out of the side of my mask, meaning that it was not where I thought it was. Also, once I took the mask off, I saw that my reflection was showing up really well in the dark window, so I took advantage of that to get another cool shot, with the camera panning over and zooming in, and then I quickly stepped out of the shot. I think that will look really creepy. And that uh, reflective shot does actually make its way into the final cut of the movie, and that does look pretty good. Uh, even if the initial 
shots that I got of the outside uh, did not end up working out. That one ended up working out, and I got a good bit of usable footage of um, being in the wax suit and walking toward the camera with the miniature. Um, not all of it worked, but I got enough usable footage out of that. So most of uh, this um, was uh, worthwhile, even if the initial bits uh, did not work, unfortunately. Alright, and uh, we'll finish out today with February 15 of 2023. I've been wanting to get some more footage of the wax figure walking around the house for a while now, and since I'm currently staying here, I have plenty of time to get it done. But the problem is that I'm here by myself, so I'm going to have to figure out some way to do it with just me here. And I finally had an idea of how to do that. I set up my tripod and mounted it onto the roller that I had used in a few previous shots. Then I went to get the wax figure costume. Then I proceeded to put the costume onto the tripod. Yeah, I'll bet you didn't see that one coming. The first thing I did was to wrap the top of the tripod with a towel and tie it in place with some plastic grocery bags. The idea was to make the top a little bulkier and to make a soft pad for the mask to sit on. Next, I took the white robe and draped it over the tripod with the hood in the front and tied it in the back. Then I strapped the mask on over the hood and layered the five thin plastic rain ponchos on top of that. The result was pretty convincing, if a little short, but if I get the angles right, it should work pretty well. The robe was just long enough that it was dragging down by the wheels, so I tied it up with another grocery bag and looped the handle of the bag through the hook on the underside of the tripod. I've always wondered what that hook was for. Now I guess I know. Then I attached my belt to the right wheel of the tripod with a carabiner so that I would have something to pull with. I did not have something to hold my pants up, unfortunately, so I guess it's good that I was there alone. I got my camera out and started filming with this new setup, pulling with the belt and walking backwards so that the figure followed me. I kept having to reset after walking into walls or getting jammed up on doorways, but I think a lot of this is going to end up working really well. After that, I got a little more stop motion of the tiny wax figure walking around the miniature, this time with the painted walls. I think I'll still use the original stop-motion videos I got in addition to these new ones, and not worry about the different colors of the walls. After all, this is for the dream sequence, and dream sequences don't really need to have continuity. Not that the rest of this movie is gonna have much in the way of continuity either, so, um, I guess you can turn it into a drinking game, but also don't, because that would not be safe, because there are just too many continuity errors. Well, I think I should have plenty of material to edit together a cool dream sequence now. I guess I'll do that tomorrow. And spoiler alerts, I am now up to three entire dream sequences because, um, I'm obsessed with dream sequences, I guess. But, eh, they look cool and, uh, hopefully you'll agree that they don't go on too terribly too long, so, um, I, I think they add to it overall and, uh, certainly a lot of the creepier imagery 
imagery in this movie is from dream sequences because, um, I don't know, I needed creepy imagery and the main bit was just not wanting to be all that creepy, so, you know, had to up the uh, creepy somehow and dream sequences, uh, can't get enough of those. Or, uh, if you're watching this movie, you're probably getting entirely too much of those, but, uh, regardless. Um, so that's where we'll cut it off for today, and next time we will pick back up with another post-production section starting on February 16 of 2023. Hope to see you then.